Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for Vegas Nation and Blue Wire Network. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You are listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for First and Ten with your hosts, Vinny Bonsignor and Sam Gordon. What's good, Raider Nation? Welcome back to First and Ten, your weekly go-to for Raider news and analysis. The show is brought to you by the Las Vegas Review-Journal and sponsored by Station Casino, STN Sports. Without further ado, I'd like to bring in, by the way, I'm Vinny Bonsignor. I cover the Raiders of the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Uh, you can download our app at Vegas Nation or just go to VegasNation.com dot com uh, to get our all of our stuff including one uh sam gordon our great teammate and friend uh, from las vegas review journal how you doing sam Vinny, i'm doing well i'm doing well uh, we we made it through training camp we made it through the preseason and in a couple days we're gonna have football and on monday we're gonna have raiders football right i cannot be more excited about that we we're finally here all the talk all the free agency the draft all the moves the practices all to get ready for Monday, and uh, I'm happy to be here with you. Absolutely. Feel a little scattered, Brain. Uh, there's some uh, breaking news just as we began recording. Uh, Tanner Muse, the Raiders' former now Raiders uh, linebacker who was put on waivers yesterday, or Monday, I should say, uh, cleared waivers, and in spite of an offer by the Raiders, according to a source that I've talked to, uh, to come back to the Raiders on their practice squad, he opted to sign with the Seattle Seahawks uh, practice squad. So, you know, sometimes you gamble, and I know the Raiders were up against it in terms of their linebacker numbers, bringing in K.J. Wright, trading for Denzel Perryman. You still had Nick Wachowski. You still have, obviously, Corey Littleton. Um, not a whole lot of room. Uh, and Divine Diablo, the rookie from Virginia Tech, not a whole lot of room on the regular roster for Tanner Muse. I think the hope was, the plan was, uh, to try to sneak it through waivers and then bring him back on the practice squad. But anytime you do that, Sam, you leave yourself uh, a little bit vulnerable because there's 31 other teams. And, you know, maybe not being picked up on waivers. He did go unclaimed on waivers. Uh, doing so, if you when you when you put a claim in for somebody in that situation, you have to automatically put them on their 53-man, your 53-man roster. Uh, but once you clear waivers, you're a free agent to do whatever the heck you want. That might be signing on somebody's 53-man roster or accepting an offer from a different team to join their practice squad. So uh, that's that. And uh, Tanner Muse is now property of the Seattle Seahawks. Any, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, you know, certainly, Vinny, not necessarily what uh, what Tanner Muse had hoped for, what the Raiders had hoped for. But, look, they had an opportunity here uh, as camp wrapped up, as the preseason wrapped up, to add, like you said, K.J. Wright, to add Denzel um, Perryman, a couple of veteran linebackers that are accomplished, proven, and still – if not in their primes, relatively close to their primes, right, where Tanner Muse was a young player that you were looking to develop. And, you know, again, you never want to see, a, you know, a mid-round draft pick like Tanner Muse not work out, not play, not ever contribute for your franchise. But if the net is an upgrade to your linebacking core overall, which I believe, Vinny, after the moves Raiders made these last couple of weeks, now they're way more solid at linebacker. And that, I mean, this is one of the casualties. This is this part of the business, right? Uh, this, this is how things work out sometimes. It's a draft pick. They, they wanted to convert him from safety linebacker. It didn't work out. Both parties are moving on. And, you know, it seems like they're in relatively good spots for where they want to be respectively. Raiders with a 
a, a solid linebacking core now, I believe, one of the strengths of this team. And, and, and Muse with a chance to get a fresh start uh, in Seattle where there's not going to be a rush to get him on the field where he's going to have an opportunity to develop. So it looked like it worked out for both parties. Uh, it, you know, it's not going to reflect well uh, on the front office for drafting for drafting Tanner Muse. But if the Raiders come out and win and, and have a good year, then I don't think it's going to matter. And by the way, um, just for uh, clarity's sake, if down the road uh, the Raiders need to go get a linebacker for the 53-man roster, unless he's protected by the Seattle Seahawks, which that very well might be the case, you get four four spots in your practice squad to protect. The Raiders can always retroactively go back and pluck him off the Seahawks uh, 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 practice squad and sign him to their 53-man roster. So there's always ways to, to get a player back. Uh, if that's the direction that the Raiders want to go to, uh, in. But I think they're satisfied with their linebackers. I think that's the main takeaway. Yep. Uh, they 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 didn't have room for Tanner Muse, a young prospect, because they went out and got guys like K.J. Wright and uh, Denzel Perryman to add to Corey Littleton and Nick Kwiatkowski. And to be perfectly frank with you, uh, um, Sam, I think that gives the Raiders a top 15, maybe even top 10 linebacker group uh, in the NFL. I In overnight, the Raiders changed what was, you know, um, eh, okay. Uh, I got to hope that Corey Littleton bounces back. Nick Kwiatkowski was okay last year. He wasn't great. He was okay. But all of a sudden, you bring in guys that know a system in Denzel Perryman and KJ Wright, have had a history of high level of performance. In KJ's case, he plays uh, down in, down out. Denzel Perryman, that's been a little bit of an issue with him getting through seasons. But from a talent perspective, these guys are uh, upgrades uh, to what to what they had, and certainly over Tanner. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And you look at KJ Wright, and he's only thirty two years old. It's not like he's thirty eight or thirty nine. This is a guy for the last decade uh, since he came into the NFL in two thousand eleven. One of the best coverage linebackers in the league. Very instinctive in coverage. Ten passes defense in 2020, 11 in 2019, uh, which which led the NFL, uh, or which, which was a career high, led the NFL linebackers in the NFL. So uh, he he knows what he's doing. This isn't like it's it's not like you're bringing in some you know a total outsider uh, and expecting him to learn the system right away. Like you said, he's played for Gus Bradley. Gus Bradley and Gus Bradley's coaching staff helped him develop uh, in Seattle, and they're one of the best linebackers in the league. And uh, and he's he played all 16 games a year ago in Seattle. He's played in a number of playoff games. He's a Super Bowl champion. And then, you know, Denzel, Perring, Ter- Denzel Perryman, like you said, same story, not to quite the, the same degree. I'm, you know, he's not quite the same caliber of player or hasn't been the same caliber of player as somebody like K.J. Wright. But he's been a very, very, very productive linebacker throughout the course of his career. Again, played for Gus Bradley. So it's a similar type of situation where there's, there is a familiar, familiarity there. There is a baseline understanding of what he wants to do, what his role is going to be. Uh, and now you're deeper. You're deeper at that position. You have more experience. You have guys, you know, a guy, certainly KJ Wright, along with Corey Littleton, that can that can cover and come up and support in the run. And it's a, it's a deeper unit. It's a it's a more experienced unit. And it's, a, you know, frankly, a better unit. You don't make these moves unless you believe that they're upgrades. And I certainly believe that to be the case. And now uh, now that young, you know, that young defense we were looking at a year ago gets a little older, a little bit more mature, has a little bit more experience, a little bit more of a veteran presence um, with those two guys. And now it's that time of the week. We are joined by Chuck Esposito, director of Race Sports for Station Casinos. Chuck joins us every week to talk about the Raiders, the Vegas betting landscape, and all things sports. And this is a particularly, particularly uh, important conversation between me and Chuck because, Chuck, 
it's week one of the NFL football season, right? You know, it's the first week of the regular season. Just completed the first full week of college with some great games. I mean, watching that Florida State Notre Dame game was exciting. The Georgia Clemson game, just to name a few. Uh, but we're pumped up and uh, we're ready for week one of pro football. Well, let's jump right into it, Chuck. We, we, we things get started uh, Thursday, of course, with the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Tampa is uh, favored by seven and a half. Um, what do you expect from that game? What's the handle been like with the defending Super Bowl champions, of course, playing America's team? And what are you looking for in the season opener as things get started? Well, I think, first of all, when you look at that game, Sam, we've started to see some some money come in on, on Tampa. Uh, you've got two offensive linemen and Martin and Collins that are uh, banged up, and it looks like they're both going to miss the game for Dallas. Uh, you really don't have any any sort of gauge of what you're going to get out of Dak. I mean, between the shoulder and the, the coming back from the leg injury and not playing in the preseason. I mean, everything you hear about that offense, it's dynamic with, with CeeDee Lamb and, and Cooper and Gallup and Zeke. Um, but the key is Prescott. And having two offensive linemen, especially in Martin's case, one of the best in the league, missing this game, I, I think it just really magnifies that offense is going to have to step up. And defensively, the Cowboys are going to have to stop somebody. I think you look at, at Tampa, they've got so many guys back on offense. You look at Brady another year in that system. Uh, he's got Godwin and Evans and Brown. And in the backfield, he's got, uh, you know, Fournette and Jones. And, and they added uh, uh, Giovanni Bernard. I mean, they've got a lot of weapons, Gronk as well. Uh, so Brady would be much more comfortable there. I think you'll see some scoring in this game, um, but I think the key is going to be Dallas's defense to step up. And like I said, we have seen this number start to creep up a bit um, yeah. over the course of the weekend. Um, let's get right to the local matchup. <laughs> Allegiant Stadium going to be rocking next Monday as the Raiders open up their season as a four-and-a-half-point underdog to the Baltimore Ravens, who have Super Bowl expectations, one of the best players in the NFL, in Lamar Jackson behind center running that option offense. What do you make of this matchup? I mean, of course, this is this is going to be huge. All eyes on Vegas. What are the things that you're looking for uh, in the in this opener from both teams, or what are your expectations? Well, the games definitely come down uh, somewhat, Sam. You know, from where we initially opened it up. I think the the big key here is though. I know we've talked about it previous uh, segments. It's the Raiders' defense. I mean, that, yep. their defense is not ranked very high. They're going to have to stop somebody. Their linebackers were were beat up in the in the preseason. They're going to have to look at this game, and they're going to have to stop somebody. We know on the other side of the ball that Baltimore is awfully good. They do lose J.K. Dobbins in the offseason. They're going to expect Gus Edwards to kind of step up. Um, wide receivers, they've got Bateman, who's who's banged up. Hollywood Brown's banged up. Boykin's banged up. So you've got Watkins there and, and Mark Andrews. I think as a, as a whole, that Raven team's really good. But I think you're going to need Lamar Jackson to kind of take that next step. He's got to become more of a passer. They have to be more than just that one-dimensional running team. And without J.K. Dobbins, I think it's going to be key for that to be the case with Jackson. We know the Raiders can score with anybody. There's no question about that. Last year, they they started the season with a road win. They came home on primetime with no fans and had a big victory against the Saints. We know that the, that the atmosphere and the environment and the crowd is going to be crazy at Allegiant Stadium You know, on the first Monday night against the Ravens. But they're going to have to stop somebody that night. Um, I think it's going to be kind of similar to what we saw with the Knights that, yep. you know, it's going to be such a local bias, Sam, that you're still going to see a tremendous amount of Raider support, especially in home games, regardless of who they play. And again, the number has come down somewhat. Uh, ticket count is almost split um, two way more, more straight tickets actually on the Raiders, maybe mm -hmm. a little bit more parlay money tied to the Ravens. But overall, you're seeing good two way action on this game. 
at this point. I think that's going to change by Monday night, though. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Chuck. That game, of course, Ravens, Raiders caps a captivating uh, week one schedule. A number of, of, of compelling matchups. Now, we've been waiting a long time for this, man. I, it's super exciting um, to have to have football back, to have regular season football back. Um, again, Chuck Esposito, director of the Race and Sports for Station and Casinos, joins us every week to talk about the Raiders, the Vegas batting landscape, and all things sports. Chuck, we appreciate it. As always, I uh, cannot wait to talk about recap these games as the season gets going and, and do this all year. Yeah, same, Sam. It should be a great week one. I hope all the, the guests have fun, enjoy the games, and uh, we hope to see you guys out at all of our properties. But look forward to chatting next week, Sam. Thank you. Absolutely. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Raiders football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Raiders tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site, and the only one you'll need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 100 110% of the difference in the purchase price. We know Raider Nation is psyched about the games taking place at Allegiant Stadium this year and on the road. Raider Nation is everywhere, so TickPick has you covered. Make sure to check it out. Visit TickPick.com slash VegasNation and use the promo code VegasNation to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets. You know, it's, it's kind of funny because yesterday I, I, I sat down with John Gruden uh, for an exclusive one-on-one uh, -on -one interview at the Raiders uh, practice facility. And, um, you know, and you can check it out at uh, Vegas Nation uh, on, on our app, Vegas Nation, or just go uh, type in VegasNation.com on your computer. Um, you can access it. And, you know, uh, uh, frankly, we were talking about a, a lot of different things, but one of them was, you know, the, the process of rebuilding a team, you know. And, and listen, you know, both he and I were kind of laughing because it, it just you just get the sense. I don't know if it's because people play Madden or fantasy football or whatever the case, but this isn't fantasy football. This isn't Madden. This is like real life stuff right here where there's rules, there's regulations, there's salary caps, there's uh, the desires of, of of players. There's so many different factors that go into all of this that it's it's not the easiest thing. You have 53 spots. Uh, in order to keep guys that you want, you have to maybe expose other guys to waivers. And even though you might want them back, that's always a risk. So it's it's not as easy as people. I'm, I'm looking on Twitter and, you know, fire Gruden and Mayock because they lost, you know, uh, Tanner Muse today to the Seattle Seahawks. Just relax. It's 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 you're making this way easier than it really is. Uh, and it's almost naive sometimes some of what I see. On social media, I hate to bash you know the fans and everything like that, but 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 that's the truth of the matter. It's it's not an easy puzzle to to continually put together when you 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 have a finite amount of money, a finite amount of draft picks, uh, a salary cap to deal with, um, roster spots, you know, positions that you have to be strong at, and you can't take away from the offensive line because you want to keep an extra linebacker. Sam, I know I'm kind of you know blowing into the wind here, but you know. It's 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 
it's very complicated, more complicated than I think a lot of people realize. Yeah, hundred percent. A lot of different moving parts, a lot of different uh, different issues, a lot of different things that have to be resolved. And uh, you know, for like you said, everybody everybody wants instant gratification. You see one team turn around or go from worst to first. It, it does occasionally happen in the NFL. You see it, but that doesn't mean it's the norm. It doesn't mean it's the easiest thing to do, and it doesn't mean that that should be the expectation for every team in the NFL. So uh, it's a process, and yeah, a, 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 a mid-round draft pick didn't work out. You think that's the first time that's happened? You think that there hasn't been other really good teams that haven't had that same situation? Uh, it, it's part of it. it. Again, it's very unfortunate for the Raiders. You, they would have liked those situations with with Tanner Muse and Lynn Bowden you know, to work out. They didn't work out. Those guys move on, and the Raiders move on as well. And now, with where things stand, uh, it's a totally different roster. You know, a lot of familiar faces, but new roles for some guys, brand new players, especially on that defensive side of the ball. And we're going to finally see what it looks like. I mean, there's been all this talk, you know, the preseason training camp, all these things. Now, finally, we're at the point where we can see what this looks like, and, and we're going to get a tangible idea of how this this retooling of this roster is going, what kind of development the young players are going to are, are going to. What, how they've developed so far, and, and what we're going to get a feel for what we can expect throughout the course of the season, and that that starts you know Monday night against the top tier opponent like the Baltimore Ravens. Um, so the question is uh, at this point, and I think this is the bottom line: uh, Are the Raiders better than they were last year? And if so, by how much? And I'm going to throw that question to you, just based on you know uh, where your head is right now, what you've seen of the Raiders. Um, do you think this is a better roster and are they better equipped to uh, go out there and maybe make some noise in terms of the playoffs? Yeah, I think it's a better roster. I think defensively is, is where we're going to see the most growth. It's, it's a, a you know, the, the defense is completely retooled now with the moves at linebacker. Now at all three levels, you have new contributors on the defensive line. You have new contributors at linebacker. Now you have new contributors on the secondary and then not just with starters, but more depth uh, at all three of those levels as well. Now, uh, that, that, like I've like I've said throughout the pop, and he, does that mean I think they're all of a sudden going to be a top five or top ten defense? No, I don't. But you were looking at a team that was in playoff contention last year, despite having a bottom three defense throughout the course of the season. They were right there in the mix, you know, all the way up through the midway midway point in December, uh, despite having having these issues. Now you have a which you would presume to be a top twenty ish, maybe top eighteen defense if all things go right. Maybe you're you're right in the middle of the pack. If the offense can sustain its level of play and continue to be a top 10 offensive unit or top 12-ish unit, then I think that's a team that can compete for a playoff berth. Now, does that guarantee anything? No, I'm not. You can't guarantee things like that. The AFC is really, really deep. We know that. There's good teams up and down, incredibly talented conference, and the Raiders are going to have their work cut out for them. But when it comes to contending for the playoffs – they were, they were in the mix the last couple of years, and now with a much better roster, in my opinion, uh, I think that they they should be there should be similar expectations this year. We, we heard Mike Mayock uh, talk about it last week. He, he expects this. I mean, that's the expectation internally, that this is going to be uh, a playoff team, a team that's going to complete, uh, compete for a playoff berth. And when I look at the roster, uh, based on what we know right now, September 7th, uh, the week before Monday Night Football against Baltimore Ravens, I think it's a reasonable expectation that this team contends for playoff work throughout the course of the season. What do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, if they can stay healthy, um, you know, and it's a difficult schedule, there's no uh, getting around that. But it's also an opportunistic schedule. They're playing the Browns. They're playing the Dolphins. They're playing the Ravens. They're playing the Steelers. Uh, they're playing the Colts. All of those teams are going to be in the hunt for the wild card. Uh, so the Raiders, in a lot of ways, can control some of their own fate or help themselves tremendously by knocking off a bunch of those teams uh, to make their path to the wild card uh, a little bit easier. But without question, uh, I, I think 
that they're going to be able to contend uh, for for a playoff spot. And it all starts on Monday night, uh, obviously against the uh, the Baltimore Ravens. And I think we should start now looking ahead uh, to that, um, and 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 very quickly because I'm thinking about maybe doing a uh, a special Monday morning. Um, or maybe even a Sunday night, Sunday um, a, a edition of, uh, of of the podcast, so that we could throw it out there uh, for everybody on Monday night. But very quickly, um, and we'll talk to our great producer Larry Muir about that. See if he gives us the green light to do uh, to do it on Sunday at some point. Um, so uh, very quickly on the Baltimore Ravens, uh, what are the top two challenges that they're going to present to the Raiders? Well, we know what they like to do offensively. They like to run the ball. They like to run the ball. A historically great running offense the last couple of years, and that starts and ends with Lamar Jackson. I think that's the biggest challenge, Vinny, is you have a guy in Lamar Jackson who at 24 years old, already a league MVP, has the two most productive rushing seasons for a quarterback ever, and has continued to improve as a passer. He's a, he's a good passer. Like Nobody's saying he's Peyton Manning. We understand that. But I think all these knocks on his throwing have been unfair. 68 touchdowns, 18 interceptions, completed 64% of his throws, and has a quarterback rating of 102.6 in three seasons. That's pretty good. Record of 30-7. and seven. So I think containing that run game is first and foremost the biggest challenge because he gets back there, that you run some of the option stuff where he can get out on the perimeter. Gus Edwards, uh, they don't have J.K. Dobbins, but Gus Edwards, a physical back that's averaged 5.2 yards per carry throughout the course of his career. And according to Adam Schefter, Vinny, uh, Le'Veon Bell is going to be joining that backfield. I don't know if that means he's going to be eligible for the Raider game. They're signing him to the practice squad right now. But eventually the expectation is he's going to be part of that backfield as well. So they like to run the ball. And, and then defensively, uh, it's a strong defensive team, too, that, that that is opportunistic in the secondary. Very, very good corners uh, and safeties. So I think, you know, throwing the ball, while not, it's not going to be impossible by any means, um, is they're, they're going to they're gonna try and make it hard on the perimeter for the young Raiders receivers uh, like Henry Ruggs, like Brian Edwards, who are stepping into new roles this season. So this is a this is a stout, very, very stout opponent, a team that I think is definitely a contender in the AFC. And first and foremost, I think it starts with having to contain that running game and trying to slow Lamar Jackson down, a tall task that teams have not been able to do the last couple of years. What do you think when you look at the Ravens? Yeah, um, you know, and, and I think that, you know, with K.J. Wright, um, with Perryman, with uh, 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 Corey Littleton, uh, who I think is, um, you know, I wouldn't say, I don't know about on target, but he's definitely got his sights set on redeeming himself this year. Uh, with the improved uh, defensive line play, I just think they're better off and better situated to deal with the Lamar Jackson. They've got speed, better speed than last year. Um, they've got, um, you know, the, the type of athletic ability, I believe, uh, that can deal with Lamar Jackson. Look, Lamar Jackson is going to get his. Um, there's no question about it. But if they can make him more of a sit-in-the-pocket kind of a quarterback rather than somebody that's going to run all over him, it obviously helps them. Uh, I understand that the you know Ravens have a good defense. Uh, it's going to be a challenge for the Raiders' offensive line, the young offensive line or rebuilt offensive line. Uh, but I think the combination of what the Raiders have offensively, the continuity, uh, some of the continuity that they have offensively, the improvements that they've made defensively, the home field advantage is going to be Bedlam uh, at Allegiant Stadium. I think it bodes well for them uh, to kick this season off with the win. Yeah, and, and Vinny, I'm glad you mentioned Allegiant Stadium and the energy that we're expecting. And I don't, I don't think this is hyperbole here. I'm going to, I'm going to throw something out there and, and feel free to react. To me. When you talk about this city, uh, and I've been here since 2016, so it's not like I've been here 40 years, but what I've learned, you know, contextually from my understanding and all those things, this Monday night, this game against the Baltimore Ravens, to me, 
feels like one of the most important nights, at least certainly from a sporting perspective. And we know Vegas is all about entertainment, sports entertainment. Feels like one of the most important nights to me in the history of the city. And, and again, I know that's a bold statement, but Monday night is the night that that Vegas really gets to take ownership of the Raiders. You're going to have a full stadium. It's going to be a standalone game on Monday night football against a, a Super Bowl contending kind of team and, and another star. You know, it's one of the stars and faces of the league in Lamar Jackson. What what a like you said, what a tremendous opportunity uh, in week one to start off the season on it with with a positive note and really establish uh, really establish the Las Vegas Raiders. We know what what happened in the in the opener last year, the regular season opener at Legion Stadium. They, they're able to take care of the New Orleans Saints on, on Monday Night Football, but there weren't any fans there. And we, we sat through there all year. There's no fans. There's no fans. There's no fans. Well, on Monday, there's going to be 65,000 fans that have been waiting years for, for this for this day. Maybe longer, maybe decades. Vegas never thought they'd see pro sports. Now they have one of the most storied franchises in NFL history ready to open up that stadium. And I do think – uh, that, that that's going to play a factor uh, Monday night one way or the other. Uh, I agree. And we're going to have it all for you. We're going to make it happen so that uh, we can reconvene um, so that um, we've got something to chew on, a little bit more to chew on. I say that because it'll give us a little in- additional information moving into that game. There's injury reports to take a look at. So let's reconvene. Um, we're going to say sometime on Monday, um, we'll, we'll get something out to you guys, uh, a special podcast uh, version of it, and maybe even later in the week, uh, something to kind of take a quick look at what happened on, on Monday night. But Sam, thank you very much. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, Larry Muir, take care of yourself. Thank you so much, uh, our great producer. Um, we'll be back on at some point next week, early next week. I'm predicting before the game uh, on Monday night. So uh, take care of yourself. Uh, we do this. You're why we do this, and we're happy to do it. We'll check back with you guys next week. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.